Welcome to the Viva Podcast with your hosts, Rebecca Espinosa and Shay Frago. Viva gives a voice to the voiceless. As first-generation and multicultural Americans, we desire to provide a space for everyone that has ever felt silenced in their homes and in society. We want to normalize conversations, resources, and topics that aren't traditionally discussed or accepted in immigrant households. This podcast gives insight on the life you can have with the support of personal and spiritual development explorations. Whether you're navigating conflicting identities, scarcity mentality, or parental wounds, we're here to talk about it. We know how it feels to grow up in a country where opportunity is limitless, but the only thing you knew was survival. It's time to break the cycle of limitations so you can finally step into the vida of your own radical expression. I am a firstborn, first-generation American in my family. I was the very first one, um, and it felt like a lot of pressure growing up, honestly. Um, unconscious pressure. I wasn't totally aware of it until I grew up and you know, started to understand the world and immigration and more of my roots a bit more. Um, my birth father is actually from the Philippines. He's from Manila. And then my mom's side of the family is all from Guatemala. And so I got to learn a lot about how they had to be sponsored to come to America and just like my grandparents had to work at a, a factory for so long and just the struggles of coming from a different country and how hard it was to just establish any sort of life here in America. And then I look at my life and I've, I've literally been given so many things that my mom didn't even have the opportunity that my grandparents didn't have the opportunity I'm the first one who's gone to every single like grade of school like my grandma didn't even finish elementary school so it was like I had the opportunity to really kind of in many ways live the American dream I guess one could say and at the same time I think the more and more educated I became with just my background and also just how America is set up. It is not always in the favor of those who come to the States, to be honest. And I'm grateful that my family has been able to establish so much because I have a very privileged life. And so there's this um, disconnect sometimes where I'm healing things that I'm healing for my ancestors, for different generations. And I like, I, for me, something that fuels my personal mission in life outside of Vida is is wanting to give my grandparents freedom, financial freedom. Um, they're, you know, my grandpa's 74, my grandma's 68, mm-hmm. and they are still working because they have to, unfortunately. Yeah. And so it's like, I want to change that. I want to be the change, the change maker in my family. And I already am. <laughs> so that's like a part of how this came to be for Becca and I. And like that's that's my fuel for this mission and why Viva came to life but yeah if you'd like to share a little bit about yours yeah and you know we'll we'll touch on some questions like I have some follow-up questions for you um I feel like I have to get a notebook out (laughs) (laughs) shot it down but um yeah so 
I am not first gen, actually. I'm I'm Mexican-American. I'm Chicana, born and raised in LA. My dad was born here, but my mom, I do come from an immigrant lineage. My mom was born in Mexico and she came here to the States when she was about, I think like 10 or 12 years old. And she was kind of going back and forth between here and the States for a little bit until she finally had the opportunity to stay in route down here. And I grew up, you know, I think I was really fortunate to grow up in a very diverse environment my whole life. Um, You know, I grew up in the San Fernando Valley, East Valley, and that's kind of more of like ethnically cultural backgrounds here. Lots of Latinos. So like I always had Latinos around me and Latinas and people from different cultural backgrounds always so I never felt out of place when I was younger because and I find that really fortunate all the way until honestly even university there was always diverse groups of people around me and I loved that and it wasn't until I got a little bit older and I started kind of going through my own personal development spiritual journey that I started noticing um, influences that my cultural background and coming from an immigrant lineage and what you know what how that influences my own personal journey and how that influenced our household. And like you said, the lack of resources and my parents too, they, um, they really are your typical, like work hard, like immigrant family, um, work until you can't anymore work until you physically literally have to get out. And I think that has subtly, subtly influenced my why as well. Like, I know in the long term, one day I'm going to be supporting my parents. And that's definitely put some pressure on me. And I think as I got older and, you know, I went off to university and um, I have an older brother, so I wasn't the first to do all of this. And he even has, I know, more pressure on him. But when I started going to university and you're the oldest child, so you know this. When I started going to university, I started seeing people from different economic backgrounds and how that relates to their cultural backgrounds as well. And that's Mm -hmm. when I really started being like, oh, wow, very different upbringings and different long-term goals as well. And knowing that like, I am going to be supporting my parents one day. So doing something not just for myself, but for my family, um, for my current family and for my future generations, but not also not wanting to let that be my sole driver. 